Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon. Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fangirl Film Club, a movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And boy, have we seen some shit. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hi, friends. I'm Emily. Joined by... I'm Mia. Hi. Welcome. Mia's pick this week. Oh, boy, have I. (laughs) I want to go on record right now, in case you forgot, last time... Mia picked this movie. Mia inflicted. The, the Mia did this to of, us. <laughs> the purpose of the shitty movie podcast was not indeed to pick good movies to watch. And boy, Correct. is this film Mia a really, really good time. I was going to say, Mia picked. Mia really understood the assignment this week when she inflicted this movie on all of us. Um, this this week. Here in our dumpster, uh, the (laughs) used baby diaper we are setting on fire is Mia. Would you like to introduce? Just My Luck featuring Chris Pine and the cutest boy band in the world of McFly. Starring Mick Mick Fly featuring Chris Pine and also sort of Lindsay Lohan. Introducing Um, Lindsay Lohan. Introducing Lindsay Lohan, uh, and this was 2006, so we were not actually introducing Lindsay Lohan, but um, 2006, when she still had her old face, so pre-decade of drug drug abuse. Well, this is the beginning of the end, as you'll see in trivia. Yeah. (laughs) So. Pre-decade of drug abuse, pre-plastic uh, surgery, come back on the Hallmark Channel. This is uh, classically Painted Lilo. nails. Yeah, painted nails in the court case. Where Wasn't she the one that yes. had fuck you on her middle fingers? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think she, I think she was. Yeah. She... Yeah. Lilo... Lilo had a hard time. Um, we we failed Lilo as a as a child actress. We were supposed to take yes. care of her, and we didn't. So this was our punishment. We didn't know it at the time, but this was her warning shot. <laughs> uh, Just my luck. Directed by Donald Petrie and written by I Marlene King and Amy B Harris. Uh, our, Marlene King is the producer showrunner of Pretty Little Liars. So. Right off the bat, I'm disappointed with her. This was obviously an early effort. She's come so far, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm proud of her now, but I'm disappointed <laughs> that she was attached to this to begin with. But that's fine. That's fine. Um, so. Gotta kiss a few frogs. Some of them, yes. including drug hazed Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> so. <clears throat> So before we find out what exactly happened in this movie, how let's let's talk about the pitch meeting. What was our elevator oh boy. pitch, Mia? Back in 2004, 2005 when this movie is getting pitched and the rom-com is the genre of the decade. It is it is hot. I have a feeling hot. that somebody Marlene King um <laughs> went to a producer Found them in the elevator, cornered them, if you will, got stuck, was trapped, <laughs> and said, this movie has everything. 
closeted lesbians, the cutest little British boy band ever to walk the earth, a sex work subplot for some reason, the sage child character, and two whole named characters of color. I mean, that honestly, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I would fund that. If somebody cornered me in an elevator that got stuck and we were running out of oxygen and that's what they pitched me, I'd be like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Two no whole mention. characters of color with names? <laughs> no mention of either Amazing. of the leading characters. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally a subplot in their own movie, so we'll get to that, though. <laughs> One of them is Chris Pine. <laughs> One of them is Chris Pine. Oh, now, that would have been a good movie. If it had, if it, you know, had worked out with a better treatment, what you just pitched would have been a great movie. I would have loved to have seen that movie. The we movie could have focused I on saw, anything else. <laughs> it wouldn't even be on this podcast if it, if that had been the movie. If the movie in my mind, based on what you just pitched me, it would not be on this podcast. It would be a beloved romantic comedy classic, a la When Harry Met Sally. But however... The right people did not get their hands on this treatment. (laughs) And what we got instead was just my luck, (laughs) which is no good. Oh, man. Are we ready for the recap? I I am. I am. Now, I'm a little nervous because I know that you know this movie like the back of your hand. So I'm concerned that you're going to. I know certain chapters like the back of my hand because as I told you when I watched this again, um, I put this on and I had this on DVD and I remember it was given to me by my godmother. And after the first time I watched this, I was like, Oh, Oh, cute British boys, cute English, English musician boys. And I memorized each chapter that I had to skip to, to get to the content with the cute British boys. So those chapters I will know well, the rest. (laughs) All right. Well, good. Good. Those are the only ones worth watching, turns out. Um, I wish I had the ability to do that on my YouTube rental. I did not. Um, all right. So you want to you wanna time me? You want to see how long it takes me to get through this dribble? I'll start when you start. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to give myself a second here. All right. And ready me go. So Lindsay Lohan is the most insufferable white woman on the planet with magic powers to get whatever she wants simply by existing. Chris Pine also uh, then gets arrested for being a homeless rapist covered in dog shit. And apparently that's just like a normal Tuesday for him. He's uh, he's her foil. Big deal. So Lilo's company throws an orgy disguised as a PR event slash masquerade ball. And she hooks her boss up with her male escort neighbor. And then Chris Pine sneaks in to pitch McFly to the record exec who they're throwing this party for. Uh, Lilo and Chris Pine make out two seconds after meeting. Chris Pine steals her magic and forces her to experience the world the way the rest of us do (laughs) while he experiences the first moment of peace in his entire life. Um, She can't have this stand. So while Chris Pine is, you know, being a successful music or music producer, he signs McFly to their record deal. Lilo then goes on a kissing spree with every out of work actor in New York, physically and sexually assaulting every man with Pine-esque cheekbones to no avail. They then run into each other again. And since she's an unlucky piece of shit, Chris Pine feels bad for her because he's a human being, unlike (laughs) the way she was when she had luck. And he gives her kindness and a sandwich and his shitty old janitor job. 
So Lilo then does manual labor and cleaning work for what, again, appears to be the first time in her entire life. They spend time together. She helps McFly get a new song for their performance at Hard Rock, (coughs) realizes then that Chris Pine stole her luck and immediately kisses him to steal it back like a huge bitch. So then she gets her old life back within seconds and decides to stop hoarding all the luck because she's learned how to be a person. Uh, She goes to the Hard Rock to save McFly from CP's shit luck. Uh, Another kiss, another transfer of luck. Then there's a predictable crisis of faith. She goes to the the train station to see her parents, which, by the way, she never mentions. Um, It goes to the train station (laughs) to see her parents. He tracks her down. They kiss again. Then they decide to give their luck to Chris Pine's child cousin, who and then who then you know again experiences joy for the first time in her life. And the two of them live unluckily, happily ever after. The end. I appreciate how hard you tried to capture everything because that was two minutes and four seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I believe I took less time with Jupiter Ascending, which was an actual film. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I just need you guys to know uh, so much film and so much better. I just needed you guys to understand how awful Lindsay Lohan's character is. She's so bad. I watched this over again and I'm like, this woman has never known the joy of humanity. Like she is a literal monster the entire time. Yes. (laughs) She's, why does she have friends? Like, and, and her friends, the closeted lesbians, I assume is who you're talking about. Yes. The girls who are, Definitely in love with each other. And I love when she had to move in with them and they like pretended that the other one slept upstairs. Yeah. There's one bed. (laughs) There's one bed. There's one bed in that studio. And a shitty little futon. I'll say that 200 square foot apartment. They definitely (laughs) live together. They definitely live together.com. And, you know, are hiding that from, from Lindsay Lohan because I... I would assume because she wouldn't understand and would treat them like garbage, like she does everybody else. Yes, <laughs> She is the most important person to everyone around her for some fucking reason. I don't know why they like her. Why? They shouldn't. She's not. There's nothing likable about her. Even when her, when, even yeah. when her luck changes, even yeah. when she's like learning to be a person. She's so bad at it. She eats the bacon off a man's plate at the diner. Like, She's like, are you done? Like, this is my bacon now. Oh my God, like I'm a, a monster. Like a feral animal. And then she like blames him for yeah. giving her bacon that she stole. <laughs> her first day on the job doing manual labor, I love the montage where she's trying to wax oh, yeah. the bowling floor. In, in heels. her stilettos. In her fucking stilettos. How stupid yeah. are you? <laughs> and also, I, see, why I, are those the shoes? I know. I originally put this in the pitch. Um, a wholly unlikable female protagonist played by a wholly unlikable female actress. Which, you know, she, she, was, was, she was not totally unlikable at the time, but this was the beginning this was the beginning of yes. the Coke binge. Um, mm-hmm. This is the beginning of the Some fun end facts for, for everybody. Yeah. We're talking addiction today. Um, <laughs> this was the start of her um, Coke habit, according to her dad. This set was the set where she overdosed for the first time. Oh. Um, 
she was apparently a monster to work with because she just no. would never come in on time, would never, like, know Not her lines. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I've got a couple of not necessarily conflicting um, accounts of what happened on the film, but there was a crew mm-hmm. member who was honest and there was Chris Pine who was kind. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> who would that. you rather hear from first? I would, you know what, let's hear from Chris Pine first. Let's hear the spin. And remember, this is the nice way of putting it. So. Okay. All right. This is okay. the nice one. All right. Let's, let's, let's hear. So Chris Pine says, it was a real cyclone of insanity, like being around the Beatles. It was fascinating to watch, and in hindsight, it's a really it's really a distinct moment in someone's life when you see what's really wonderful about what we get to do and what's really dangerous about it. Okay. So that that's, is the nice version. That's nice. It's also very nondescript. Um, yes. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. I like it. I like it because yeah. you don't – because literally any horrific thing could have happened. Yeah. <laughs> And and you're like, well, I guess, yeah. I mean, that's that's a nice way to put it. So a what, cyclone of insanity. <laughs> a cyclone of insanity. What did the crew member say? I've never seen anything like this. She is making our lives a living hell. It's just not professional. <laughs> I'm glad that there's no mincing of words and you know exactly who he's talking about because Chris Pine didn't even say, like, she was a cyclone of insanity. Right. <laughs> said, like... It was just a bad environment. You know, things happen. And this guy's like, she's a fucking lunatic. (laughs) She is ruining my day. She's ruining my life being on this movie with her. Um, So. (laughs) So really, it was it was such a hard hour and 45 minutes to get through. It felt so much longer. (laughs) I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like, why am I starting my morning with this? Like, I, I know I'm going to enjoy talking about it, but wow, it is just, I just wanted her to get hit. I was hoping that when her luck changed, um, mm-hmm. that she would get hit by a bus and that Chris Pine would just get to be lucky. Spoilers, <laughs> it's just mean girls at the end. It's just, it's just mean girls, but, but she doesn't survive because she wouldn't. <laughs> Like, okay, so this scene where she goes to her, she gets, you know, flooded out of her apartment after she gets arrested mm-hmm. for being a pimp or whatever. Right. Um, which also, like, the man literally that was the says strangest. to her. <laughs> that was the, the man that she plot. barely knows who she mm-hmm. decides to set her boss up with. Um, mm-hmm. who correct me if I'm wrong, that was the wicked stepmother in Parent Trap, wasn't it? Uh, no, Missy Pyle, Missy Pyle's been in a bunch of stuff where she does kind of play okay. that stereotypical bitchy character, but, uh, Meredith Blake was okay, played wasn't by somebody else. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Different lady. Cause I was like, oh, that'd be funny if this was like a reunion for them. That'd be hilarious. I but, know. Um, I know that would be fun. But no, uh, but no, so she sets her boss up. I unfortunately didn't get to get into this in my way too long <laughs> description um, my plot summary it's we got in the pitch it's fine she sets her boss up with her neighbor antonio who when she asks him if he's going out like that evening she's like oh is it date mm-hmm. night he literally says every night is date night this man walks around like, in a tuxedo 
he walks around in a tuxedo. She never sees him actually do work. Clearly doesn't know him that well. And she's like, oh, great. You can go meet my boss. And then he immediately like turns on the charm and is like, okay, well, I'm being hired to be an escort. And he's like, it'll cost you extra. And she's like, haha, you're so funny. And I'm sure he's like, no, bitch, like pay up. This is my hourly rate. Yeah. And how do you think I afford this apartment? The same building as Sarah Jessica Parker. Get fucked. Oh, my God. (laughs) That whole part where I was like, she works for a PR firm. I have interned for PR firms. I know Mm -hmm. how well they pay people. Not 22-year-olds. They don't pay them that well. Right. Who instantaneously get promoted to vice president. Vice president. (laughs) Shame on you. Shame on you, Marlene King. Shame on you, vice president. Oh, my God. She planned one party that ended in the arrest of her boss. (laughs) And she got promoted to vice president. Get fucked. Oh, I was so mad. Really, what I was more mad about was that she had friends. I know. (laughs) I mean, at some point, the sweet lesbians may just be practical that like, okay, if we hang around this bitch long enough, like... She Sometimes brings, she'll pick up she the bill gets, for lunch. Right, right. She can take <laughs> us to sushi. Well, and like when when they when she like was like, oh, it's the company card. I'm putting it on that. I'm like, you live on Fifth Avenue. Right. You can't afford one sushi lunch on your dime you for your yeah, friends. I'm like, you can't take your friends who live in Shitsville in a <laughs> 200 square foot walk up garbage place, which was actually it was very cute. But like it was. They to, made a very good. Yeah, they made, made a good very, use of I mean, their space. Were, yes. You know, as lesbians tend to do, they they yeah. nested quite well. Um, but like the comparison, the the implication at the start of this shit show was that they all worked at the same place and they all had the same Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. and there's no possible way (laughs) that like just she's just luckier than they are so she what lucked into a quadruple their salary like how did she (laughs) afford this apartment and all her designer clothes right Totally one thing, if you can tell that she's really good at her job, but of course they cut away with everything. Right, they don't make... That she's supposed to be good at her her, job. They don't make her appear competent at all. Like, they don't (laughs) bother with that for a second. No. Like, she just lies to the record executive a -hmm. few times and then is like, And plans the party that she wants to throw. Yeah. Right, and then she just wants to throw this party, so that's what she does. I love how the pitch is like this whole thing on its own. And then she added the part about the party because she wants to party. It's like, what else, what else was in the pitch? (laughs) And then, yeah. Cause then the party turns into the entire pitch. So like, what, Mm -hmm. what didn't she do? (laughs) What got derailed into this party? Yeah. What part of the actual budget was derailed for this gigantic (laughs) orgy that she wanted to throw? Like, I, I, yeah, I, I, oof. I hated her from the second, from the second she appeared on the screen until the last moment. There was, I mean, I know there was supposed to be character development, but I just wanted her to be dead. 
She learns to wear sneakers. That's her character development. (laughs) That's her entire character (laughs) development. That's all it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, but these – so her friends – I really just wanted a movie about them because her her lesbian friends, one of them, it is indicated that she has put up with her bullshit since (laughs) Since seventh grade, since middle school. Do you know how fast I would drop somebody if they were constantly just like rubbing their good luck in my face all the time? Seventh grade, day two. Day two of seventh grade. I would be like, get the fuck out of my face, okay? I'm trying to be a 13-year-old hormone-ridden monster, and you're over here (laughs) winning prom queen from a different fucking school. Hate her. Hate her so much. You know, if we could just remake this movie, this is our Be Kind Rewind pitch. We remake this movie- (laughs) It's about the lesbians because the one that's known her since seventh grade has chosen to murder her. They're going on the <laughs> lamb and they run into Chris Pine on the way and like help him become successful while also, you know, determining that they're falling in love and get new identities. And I think it's great. It's like Thelma and yeah. Louise, but we rid the world of a horribly entitled, <laughs> awful white woman. And and the world is a better place. And on the on the way, the lesbians fall in love. Chris Pine develops his music career. McFly mm-hmm. gets signed. Yep, <laughs> comes Super to the stardom. US. Super <laughs> stardom. I think everybody wins, as opposed to this movie where just Lindsay Lohan won <laughs> after a lifetime of winning. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How am I supposed to root for her if she has always? <laughs> She is the oppressor, Karl Marx. <laughs> She's, she is. She is the one with her stiletto shoe on the neck of society. <laughs> like everybody just bows to her. You know what I really decided that I hated her? Not because she walked around New York fucking city in all white for half the goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. But when $5 got stuck to her shoe... And the man who held who hailed her a cab and held yes. the door for her was like, "Have a good day, ma'am." And she just took the money that she stepped on that she right. did not earn that she could have very easily been like, "Thanks, whatever," um, yeah. and given him a little little cash tip. No, no, right. no. That's not what she did. She was like, "Oh, great, more money," and then took it. <laughs> Away. Probably didn't tip the cab cab driver who got her oh, where sure she needed she to be in the four minutes. <clears throat> I need to be there in four minutes. I need to be there in four minutes. Okay. And he's like, wow, even like, I'm sorry. Have you ever even <laughs> looked? It takes longer to look at New York City than four minutes. Yes. There is no fucking way you can get more than You were vastly underprepared. <laughs> You have so poorly scheduled your life that you are now in imposition on literally everybody you meet. Okay? So you have so poorly scheduled your day that you leave your house with four minutes to get to work. (laughs) And it is implied that she lives – like I said, she lives on 5th. She works, I assume, uptown somewhere. I know nothing about New York City, so – she can't get there. No, it but doesn't yeah. matter where she she could yeah. live in the bill she could live in the same building as her PR firm and she would not be able to get there in four minutes. That's no. that's life, kid. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, and See, then if Chris the Wachowskis Pine, had directed this one, the class struggle. All, everybody 
everybody would be cat people. It would be better. Second, yes. <laughs> there would be a class have... struggle. <laughs> there would be a class struggle. And Lindsay Lohan would get her ass beat yeah. by Eddie Redmayne in a cape. <laughs> that would be an amazing movie. You remind me of my mother. <laughs> Stop trying and to she fuck would have mom. nothing. She wouldn't have nothing to retort because she also had never cleaned a toilet in her life. She'd be like, oh, my God, yes. thank you. <laughs> uh, she must have been beautiful and intelligent and successful. And you're like, she was. And then I murdered her. <laughs> and that, that would, again, I'm already writing. We're he writing a better movie. He puts in more here, effort <laughs> into anything that he does than she puts into any job that she has in this movie. So so let's let's talk about our, the better the better half of this, Chris Pine. If this had just been a movie about yes. Chris Pine having a nice day, which is what we all want for him anyway, <laughs> it would have been great. So I'm going to go ahead and award my first made-up Oscar for the evening. Okay. So the Academy Award for most severe back and shoulder pain from carrying this movie goes to Chris Pine. <laughs> We don't have a statue for you, Chris. We have an appointment with a chiropractor because yes. you must have seriously damaged your vertebrae. Carrying we have a gift card for a massage. Entire, entire film on your back. Oh God, God love him. If the if He's the so if the cute. counterpart had been He's even so slightly less likable, let me just imagine. Let me let allow. Let me make this movie worse for you. Imagine. <laughs> Mia, if instead of Chris Pine, it had been any other Chris, any other Chris, this would have been. It wouldn't have been believable at all. At all. Because like everybody else, they can't do the, I don't think they can do the lovable dork thing. Mm-mm. It's not convincing. Nope. This was before no. Chris Pine got really jacked for Star Trek too, so he was just like skinny. The whole shirtless female gaze thing. He just, yeah, he was just a boyfriend shaped dude. Mm-hmm. He was so yeah. nice to look at. And, He's boyfriend and, you know, material. I, love, I loved him from the second he was walking down the street and was like positive thinking. It's a positive attitude. Everything's going to be yep. okay. And I was like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> judging by Judging by the formulaic bullshit I'm about to watch, you're going to end up with Lindsay Lohan. It's not going to be You're going to accidentally okay, sexually assault somebody and then get kicked so hard in the nuts for it. You're, I mean, that like that was that day. But like overall, I was like, oh, buddy, it's not going to be okay. You, you end up with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to break it to you. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news here. I know. But your character is bound for a life with Lilo. Um... <laughs> But he was. You're gonna so have to sweet. fund a severe coke habit for the next three <laughs> to five years. And when he, um, when he went home and and took care of his cousin, is it cousin or niece? I can't remember. Cousin, uh, I think. His cousin, his little cousin Katie, and like mm-hmm. swiped the <laughs> super mega glue man. of her face. <laughs> Somebody glued a Mega Man to her face, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> His grandma put her hair on and went off to work. I was like, oh. <laughs> Grandma's bun in the they're oven. So, they're so they're so cute and unlucky and sad and normal. I know. I this love poor them family. So <laughs> impoverished people. This, this impoverished. 
impoverished, down on their luck immigrant story that we see <laughs> playing Five out in west. front of us. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, a little Katie goes to sleep in a fucking matchbox. <laughs> she wears a thimble on her head. I mean, it's just so sad. Chris Pine walks around with like a stick and like a bundle of his clothes. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's comically sad. Goes and, and stands around so, the trash can on fire by the train so, tracks. So nice to everybody. He's so nice. Like he he's is. like, I understand why you're arresting me, officer. It definitely looks like yeah. I was about to rape this woman. Yeah. But she might take me to this one precinct. They're nice to me there. Yeah. <laughs> the poor man. This man has been so, police brutalized. He is the one white man in New York City who has been police brutalized. I understand why we could not have made him any other race other than white because he would have been shot. Yes. The police would have just in the first five minutes been like, oh, this isn't this isn't a movie about that character. No. <laughs> We've got to pivot focus because he's been murdered yep. by the NYPD. Yep. Um, so so yeah, so he so he deserves that Oscar. Um <laughs> but I mean, like, how is I can't imagine there's anybody who like I really, I I genuinely want to know how did they pitch this movie to be like? Listen, you're not gonna like the main character, but it's gonna be about her. Well, this so, is Lindsay Lohan coming off of Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be her kind of entryway into grown up films, grown up movies versus mm-hmm. Herbie Fully Loaded and Parent Trap and all that, all and that fun you, jazz. She was because she had like. Mm-hmm. A bunch of high school movies right in a row where she was yeah. still like the Disney darling. Where it Teenage was like Drama Queen. Freaky Friday. Yeah, Freaky Friday, <laughs> Teenage Drama Queen, Mean Girls, Herbie Fully Loaded, mm-hmm. and something else. And then, yeah, and then I do remember because, but it is weird to watch this and remember how I, because Lindsay Lohan and I are the same age. So this was 2006. Oh, okay. So I was, mm-hmm. uh, 19 mm-hmm. so watching this and looking at her and being like she looks 19 and i know she was 19 and there is mm-hmm. no fucking way that she should be portrayed like she's able to portray a successful year old businesswoman a 25 year old businesswoman like she just doesn't mm-hmm. sell it at all yeah and and it's not just the terrible 2006 fashion but it doesn't help so i do also was- have a made-up oscar for this <clears throat> <laughs> The most enviable wardrobe of 2006, the building block for every middle schooler at that time goes to this costuming department. Oh, God. It was, yeah, it was hard. You don't know what it was like to be out there (laughs) trying to look good in 2006. Oh, this was middle school. So this was when, oh, this was when middle school dances at my private Catholic Mm. school were uh, Mm -hmm. made available to us. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm talking daily. Naturally, girl. the layers. I'm talking. I'm talking oh, yeah. I have to get up and put on 19 shirts just to go to class. <laughs> like two scarves? Sure. Mm-hmm. You can't have enough accessories in 2006. There is no yep. such thing as too over accessorized. You I know what else can be one- a belt is a scarf. Mm. You know what else a scarf can do oh. is be a belt? A, 
Yes, a belt can be a scarf and a scarf can be a belt. There were no rules. I -hmm. recall my mom looking at me coming downstairs and she was like, you have, you can't wear all of those things. You have to pick one. (laughs) And I was like, mom, this is cool. And she's like, I trust me. I I say this with love. It is not cool. Mm -hmm. It is not okay. Do Do not walk out there looking like me in the face and looking like this with the rest of you. I can't. <laughs> Do not I represent my it. genes this way. Do not represent my genetic code this way. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Take off nine of those hats. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fine, but I'm leaving the other three. And she was like, fine, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, so it was it was hard to look good, as we saw from 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 the side characters. Because yeah. even the when poor she lesbians. Was sh- the poor lesbians. I mean they were a train wreck. They were yes. They were a travesty. But they even when this is the thing though, even when she was in like the bad luck part, she still mm-hmm. looked way better than anybody else in 2006. Right. Like dressing wise. And I was like that's not mm-hmm. fair at all. That's not fair. That's fuck you. I know. Um I also wanted her she got electrocuted 3 times in this movie. I counted Every time oh, I prayed for death. Very nice. <laughs> Every time I prayed for her death. Didn't happen. I extra prayed for her death when she went to the lesbian's apartment, when they took her fucking in, when her apartment got and flooded. immediately <laughs> she fucking uh, blows she the fuse box. Just, yeah. Not only does she shit on how they live. Right. She's like, rooms? <laughs> Where's a room for me? My and they're like, bitch, you're on bathroom. the couch. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you can have the futon or the armchair. Go fuck yourself. This is as big- yeah. Or you can have a homeless shelter, you entitled <laughs> bitch. Like, that's what I wanted one of them to say. Like, those are your options. Right. Um, And, and you know, I, I loved when they were like, go, why don't you go stay with your parents? Because <laughs> they don't want her there. And she was like, maybe you should stay with your folks. <laughs> Maybe you should stay with your maybe you stay with your parents who have to take you in. Yeah. Um, and she was like, admit and admit defeat. I don't think so. I'd like, much rather impose what? myself on you. Much rather impose what myself on you. Could Not you pay possibly, rent. What could you possibly have been trying to do? Right. Like, what 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 person would raise a monster like this and then bet <laughs> against them? Like, right. I can't imagine her parents are anything other than the entitled assholes you would expect to have raised this yeah. heinous Her creature. little princess. My little princess. Yes. Yeah. Like, like they wouldn't just welcome her back with open arms. Fuck you, Lindsay Lohan. Um, but yeah, not only does she shit on their entire existence, and then she destroys their hairdryer, which was a... <laughs> Very, very important hairstyling tool yes. in 2006. Oh, yes. We did not do beachy, beachy natural waves yet, all right? Everything was – you had to blow it dry and then you had to straighten yep. it. And she destroys their hair dryer and then, like, shorts out the entire block. Yes. <laughs> I love the New Yorkers just chiming in at the end of that scene where they're like, all right, who's the idiot? This fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of old New Yorkers just have to hear with her bullshit. Um, I yeah, I just, I, I just wanted my biggest. You know what? My biggest complaint about this movie is this is going to be a weird one. My biggest complaint is that they cut away from the prison beatings. Yes. 
<laughs> I think if we'd been allowed to see Lindsay Lohan getting her ass beat twice by the same inmate, yeah, days apart, you're going to a New York been... City jail. And I love that her date's mom called the cops on her. <laughs> that this girl was just so unacceptable as a dating partner for her son. And this is a private event. You could totally choose to be like, no, you're kicked out. Fuck you. Like, you ruined my stuff. <laughs> That's totally fine. That is, I think, the traditional reaction that I would have. That's but she point. goes yeah, to the length of, it- no, this woman belongs in jail. 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 <laughs> jail. Jail for you for ruining my <laughs> for ruining strange my performances. <laughs> my mud party. <laughs> My mud party. My pile of shit party. <laughs> I am a mud man. <laughs> we are mud people. And he is and our he mud is king. He is our mud king. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Yes. I only had I well, let's let's do best words lines first. Okay. What did you have? I've got three. I'm going to go in ascending order. Okay. Um, the first one is from one of the lesbians. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need some milk. <laughs> I don't know anybody in their 20s who has ever... Anybody who lives independently in the kind of place that they're living who just announces, I'm going to need some milk. Maybe right. this is why she's in the position she's in. So that's number one. Okay, what's number well, two? Well, number three of the three. Number oh, two. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Number two. That's okay. Ascending order. Uh, yes, number I'm two <laughs> comes from Danny. Um, by the way, did you pick? Did you pick a boy? I did of the not. McFly boys. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I guess I guess I liked. I, I was drawn more to. I guess I was drawn most to Harry because he was. Yeah. He was he was what I like most in a in a in a <laughs> screamo band, which is um, a befuddled drummer <laughs> bumbling around making yes. mistakes. I can't resist one. I that was yeah. That was. So uh, I have a fun piece of trivia for you about Harry as well. So okay. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. What's um, your uh, What's your <clears throat> next line though? This comes from Danny after the search for Harry, and he goes, "Check the loose. He's not men's or women's." <laughs> So he's just looked in on everybody shitting before this show. Um, and speaking of shit, the best worst line, which I fully intend to be my closer today, is even when I'm going poo-poo, I'm making money? I'm so glad we did those were so bad. I'm so, I'm so glad. We didn't pick any of the same ones. Not even so, when I'm going poo-poo, I'm making money? No. Wow. No. no. So my so I'm gonna go in uh, in ascending order, not chronologically, but in mm-hmm. ascending order from uh, literally best to worst. So mm-hmm. so my first one is uh, it is a Chris Pine line, and he said, uh, "Well, I believe a band that's good will sell itself," which is not only terrible music advice. <laughs> yes. But just a really stupid way to say that. So no, they won't. Um, sorry, Chris. Love you. But so no. much sex work um, subplot. 
so much. <laughs> and and unexplored, really wasted potential. We need okay, when we redo this, we, we need, also to need to remake this movie. Yeah. The exploitation yeah, mm-hmm. of the body. Yep. yep. <laughs> of the body, of the mind, of the spirit and the music Selling industry. Oneself. There's a lot of themes here. Mm-hmm. A lot of deep shit <laughs> we didn't get to cover in the actual piece um all right so then the next one is uh is one of the lesbians i can't remember it's the dark haired one mm-hmm. um mac no that, dana. Is that danny dana dana's dana. Okay. yeah yeah all right um dana because she kind of sounded like she was hitting on her and i was like mm. are you still not picking up on this lilo <laughs> um she said when they whacked you with that lucky stick they whacked you good <laughs> yes so it's a little too seductive. Um, I know she just bought a very expensive sushi lunch, but like, get it together, Dana. And it's then a failed the, threesome. The <laughs> yet another movie that could have been saved with a threesome. <laughs> How many? How many must suffer and die until they just start putting threesomes in movies? Um, all right, and then the I think the worst line in the whole movie, and it happened so early. I knew. I was like, oh, God, I should just turn it off now. It's not – it can't get worse. It could. But they started with one of the worst lines ever, which was, six o'clock, I'll be the redhead that looks like this. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> oh, wow. I had a feeling. I was like, yep. why isn't that elevator door closing on her fucking hair? <laughs> and that was one of the lines that was dubbed so badly in afterwards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that – when the lines are dubbed in, they're bad. They're really they're bad. bad. It's like they get the C script. Like they're like, oh, we can't mm-hmm. find the we can't find the original that we decided to go with. So yeah. here's an earlier draft. Fuck it. Read. From oh, that. I can't see her mouth. Perfect. Perfect, Perfect. opportunity. Perfect. We're gonna make her say the worst. It's like a it's like a prank. Yeah. Oh, we can't actually see her mouth move. We can make her say whatever the fuck we want. Yep. Um, yeah. And what she decided to say was, I'll be the redhead that looks like this. And she like <laughs> dropped her voice too, which was mm-hmm. possibly the dub, but also just the worst choice anybody could make. Um, just the cocaine. So those were. <laughs> it was the coke. Okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. You're right. I'm sure it was the coke. Um, so those were, those were my three. And yes. Mm. And, and. But but as you can tell, gentle listeners, we had options. We sure did. There's a plethora of options. We had options for this garbage, which which we thought would um which we thought would stand out. Um and then also with my Oscar, I actually mm-hmm. we're we're in a different award ceremony. I couldn't give them an Oscar, but I did give them a VMA. Um, I, I award most elaborate music video to McFly. Yes. Because (laughs) once I started realizing. The entire movie uh, or what? Oh, this is just, this is just a McFly music video. This is a multiple song McFly music video. Yes. It became a lot more tolerable. (laughs) I was like, oh, all right. (laughs) Thank you for saying so. Weird shit happens. Weird (laughs) shit happens all the time in, in music videos. Sure. Yeah. I I could buy it's that. A very Absolutely. elaborate plot. Not that it's elaborate. A very plot. elaborate plot for uh, it's a very elaborate setup. Not an yes. elaborate plot. Uh and very elaborate execution for what Poorly boiled executed. down to <laughs> what boiled down to just a very an hour and forty five minute long McFly music video. So for them, for that, mm-hmm. I give them a VMA. <laughs> I give them a Moon Man. Thank you. So. Thank you. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Because they are the reason that you you loved this so much. This oh, was, yes. They are the oh, only yes. reason you watched this. It wasn't Chris Pine. I mean, I love Chris Pine. I stand yes. by my statement, and I always will, that he is the best of the Chris's. He is the superior Chris. Oh, he is um, the... Yes, he is the only good Chris, I think. <laughs> At this point. Hemsworth's, Hemsworth's on thin fucking ice these days. And the other two Hemsworth has been bought by Disney. He's he's all in. Full pussy. Yeah, no. He's, he threw his whole pussy into the Disney. Mouse, say the mouse owns Chris Hemsworth's pussy, so we can't really count him anymore. The other I two, know. we do not even speak their names. Um, Chris Pine is the superior Chris. He's King Chris. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> That's fine. He can do no yes. wrong as far as we're concerned. We have a couple Chris Pine movies on our on our list too. We do. We do. We great. last week we had one. We We've had got one. A few yeah, to come. there's mm-hmm, there's a couple more uh, mm-hmm. that we can pick from. And uh, and I'm I'm frankly I'm looking forward to it cuz Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't love him? Who doesn't love him? King Chris. Yes. Yes. So I've got a couple pieces of trivia based on, so Harry's your McFly boy, which excellent choice. (laughs) Harry's wonderful. Uh, All of them. There are no bad choices in McFly. There's no, none of them. There's nothing ugly about any of them, except this was 2006 and they all had straightened hair. Um, I was going to say, listen, before you get into trivia, (laughs) I need you to understand that it was difficult for me to watch simply because the music and the fact that they all looked like every boy I dated in college <laughs> because I had no choice. All right. I was friends with a lot of musicians and they mm-hmm. all looked like that. So if I yes. was going to fall in love with a boy in Pennsylvania in 2006, he was going to look like that. There was no getting around it. So I was like, oh, God. But he didn't have the accent, Emily. No, he didn't have. None of them had the accent. Makes That's a difference. Last. But Makes yeah, the spiky, the. The Karen hair? They had Karen mm-hmm. hair. They did. They had spiky in the back, straightened in the front. Yep. <laughs> Danny, I think, was the lengths. worst at it. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It was rough. It was hard. Yep. Also, I saw a visor yep. beanie, and I was <laughs> violently rocketed back <laughs> to the the 19-year-old love of my life. Oh, God. The visor beanie. Whew. You're welcome. Children, if you're listening, you are so lucky. If you don't have these flesh memories that I do you are so lucky you are welcome (laughs) and thank you Mia thank you for this (laughs) death march down this frog march down memory lane tell me your trivia which is the title of a McFly song by the way memory lane on the just my luck album but beside the point I was hoping Um, it was frog march down memory lane (laughs) Wow. To my knowledge, they have not used the term frog march in any of their songs yet, but really really fucking on the nose, wasn't it? The band is still together. So great. (laughs) These boys still make music together. Um so one of the pieces of trivia that I have had embedded in my memory since Mm -hmm. the day I watched this movie the first time. Um Harry allegedly hooked up with Lindsay Lohan on the set, which she denies completely. And her public, her publicist, of course, was like, oh, you know, it's a stunt. They're trying to get fans. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like Lilo was coked out of her mind throughout this movie. 
Right. So I could see it going either way. Totally fine with it going either way. It did um, serve as inspiration for McFly's next single, Please, 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 Please Me, Lindsay. So, is that what it's called? Uh, is her I think name it's just in called it? Please, Please, but her name is in <laughs> it. And in the music video, her character is played by a redhead, so who looks like this? <laughs> She's the redhead who looks like that? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fuck. Way to go. Way to go, McFly. Yeah. <laughs> super impressed yeah oh man (laughs) so what is there anything else is there anything else i should know about this that might change how i feel about it (laughs) any any kind of trivia that i would have would be mcfly based because that's that's just that's just everything like and of course you know on the imdp on the imdb page all of this is like things that I learned when I was watching this. So at around one hour, 27 minutes, you know who these, you know who's commenting on these trivia pages. You know who is flaming one of the lesbians for pretending that she wrote a song that's by McFly. Right, right. At around one hour, 27 minutes, when McFly are preparing to go on stage for the Hard Rock Cafe, Dougie is playing Carousel on his bass by Blink-182. So... Good to know. <laughs> that totally changes how I experienced that scene. I did like that mm-hmm. they were all also social pukers. Uh, that once yeah. one of them started puking, the rest of them did too. I was like, that's yeah. sweet. It's nice. They do everything as a team. Love Sympathy it. Sympathy bombs. Love yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's so <clears throat> they were on the, this is totally tangential, but they are on the verge. Once you open the floodgates, all of my knowledge from 2007 to now about McFly comes out. Um, right, they were right. on the verge of breaking of up <laughs> because Dougie had addiction <laughs> issues and emotional issues and a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like that. And they met up once and they were they ordered nachos for the table and everybody took a nacho except Dougie. And Harry just voiceover in this documentary is like broken hearted, viscerally broken hearted. He's saying in his thoughts, he's like, just, just take the nacho. Just take the nacho, Doug. <laughs> Show me that you're still in this. Oh, this is so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> just take oh, the nacho. No. <laughs> <laughs> he did not take the nacho that night, but, you know, oh, they've... so sad. They're oh. doing okay. They've patched things up. They've patched yeah. up? Okay. Yeah. That just, I don't know why. That just made me think of in Bohemian Rhapsody, which you have seen, yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, when when Freddie calls the band to get back together and he's like, I want to work mm-hmm. for you. I want us to all have, you know, equal credit, blah, blah, blah. I'm really mm-hmm. sorry about everything that happened. And uh, and I just just love – it's my one of my favorite parts when – uh brian's like yeah thanks fred can you give us a minute to go outside like can you go outside and give us a minute and he's yeah. like oh yeah sure of course and yeah. he walks over and and roger looks at him he's like what and brian's like i don't know i want to make him sweat <laughs> he's like i just i just wanted to make him sweat <laughs> was like, yeah right? they're like you're not actually not gonna let him back in he's like, of course i'm gonna let him back in yeah <laughs> let him stand out there for a minute yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> i just that's that's the same vibe. Just take the, mm-hmm. the nacho. Duck. Just take the Show nacho. Me you're still in this. I know. 
so sad. They were delightful. I mean, they were they I were know. fun to watch. <clears throat> and they were it was it was such a I I really I'm so curious though. What was the connection? Like how did was that their their like breakout like into the US music scene because I don't remember them being a big thing I before. I think it was supposed to be their breakout into the US music scene. They were founded in 2003, I want to say, and they had like already kind of hit it big. Um Okay. when they were in England like they were big from the start in England because mm-hmm. they kind of rode okay. off the coattails of Busted um mm-hmm. who did a lot of songs that originally they did. And then the Jonas brothers used like year 3000 is not an original Jonas brothers single that was by busted first. Um, so it was kind of a early mid two thousands, just kind of rise of Mm -hmm. re rise of the boy band with instruments. So, okay. We love that. Yeah, we do. We can't resist. It happens every time between take that and one direction. Everybody had to at least, like, put on the facade of playing an instrument. <laughs> right. We're not like other boy bands. We're not like other boy bands. We stand with guitars. Sometimes yeah. the songs we play even feature them. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was weird. Like, I just, like, I, I couldn't really get my brain around it. I'm like, how did uh-huh. this come to pass? It was like, hey, McFly, right. do you... Do you want to be a subplot in an entire, like the entire subplot of <laughs> yeah. the entire B plot of a romantic comedy starring Lindsay Lohan and Chris Pine? Like what the, f- like that, no, yeah. okay, but also. I don't know who got them into this, like who, who. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't playing, yeah, they weren't this? even playing a fictionalized version of themselves. They were just like, here's yeah. McFly. Um <laughs> Which I also thought was like so strange. Like, why not call it, be called like DeLorean or something? And then it's like, then it's like tongue in cheek. Like, we all know that's McFly. Right. But, yeah. you know, um, but uh, it's also, I feel like this is definitely the kind of movie that you just can't make anymore. Like, nobody would make no. this movie today. No. There's no way. There's no fucking way. Also, we don't really do rom coms anymore. Yeah. The Possibly way of the rom com has gone, gone by the wayside. We drown in the tsunami of the rom-com <laughs> between 1999 and 2012 so nobody mm-hmm. needs to make them anymore and also Catherine Heigl's not that fun to work with so nobody wants to <laughs> nobody wants to put her in a movie we ran out of holidays <laughs> valentine's day new year's they were Mother's getting into day. flying day it was gonna be it was gonna be a whole thing <laughs> they, they were like we could start making all these movies around the high holy days but then you know <laughs> no no, that didn't play. Halloween that was taken. Play. Halloween was taken. Thanksgiving, you know, you're not Chevy Chase, so you can't really make it work. Um, Planes, trains, and automobiles. Steve Martin. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the Chevy Chase has Christmas, right? And general vacations. Sorry, sorry, and, and all vacations here to four. Vegas, um, European, and Wally World. <laughs> And yes, yes, all of them. You can go to four <laughs> places if you're Chevy Chase, and that's it. Um, but yeah, you just can't make this this movie anymore. But do you? You probably know Mia. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I like trying to find trivia that you might not know, even if it's just the budget. Do you know how much this movie cost? Was I not supposed to look that up this week? <laughs> you were not supposed to look that up this week. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, 
Well, that's fine. Do you? Okay, fine. Fuck it. I know. We we know the budget. It was $28 million. Do you know how much it made in the box office? <sighs> less than $28 million. Please say it was less. No. They made $28 million. <laughs> they made $38.5 million in the box office. But given the fact that they spend about half or more than half of the budget promoting it, like they they double the mm. budget in promotions. So usually they lose money if it's not at least double. So they did lose right. money on this. And right. I I also looked up the wrong thing first. I was like, oh wait, I can't look up I can't look up the credits rating. <laughs> I have to look up the budget. So we this movie was so bad we both fucked up our roles. <laughs> we just forgot numbers. We just <laughs> cross the know. streams. We don't know what we're yeah. we don't know what we're supposed to do. We cross the streams. Um do you know the uh the credit score? Critic score. On not. Rotten Tomatoes? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it is embarrassingly low. <laughs> is it? What is it? Yeah. Fourteen percent. <laughs> Oh, damn. A whopping 14%. A whopping 14%. Oh, man. I think I saw I think I think saw on another site, it was like 31, which I thought was still pretty bad. That's generous, is, yeah. 31 <laughs> is generous. 14 is way more fitting. I agree completely. Oh, man. Would you like to hear some of the uh, tomato, tomato reviews? I would love to. Oh, I would love to. Thank you. Oh boy. So some of them actually were positive, which was surprising to me, but they were, you know, 2.5 out of four is barely a D plus. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, David Nusser very kindly said this was a mostly watchable yet thoroughly forgettable rom-com that benefits from its brisk pace and affable performances. All right. That's nice. Benefits from its brisk pace. I don't know if I agree <laughs> with that. Disagrees. I felt like I was, I was awaiting execution the entire time. But sure, yeah. Brisk pace. Why not? Fuck it. Um, this is my favorite review because this person clearly did some mushrooms or watched the movie that we would like to make. This review came out in 2019, by the way. Um, All right. Well All right. after... They ran out of movies to review at the Chicago Reader. Say, if it was, it would be better if it was 2020 because I could understand it. I was like, you know what? Nobody was ourselves. We were stuck inside. We had a lot of time on our hands. Right. You watch a shit movie, you feel better about it. Yeah. So what? What do they say? This will be the last kind one because the next one that's bad (laughs) is hilariously bad. Um, So. Brianna Wellen from the Chicago Reader says, this movie is less about the two main characters falling in love and more about exploring the equilibrium of goodwill in the universe. It's a mystical fantasy about how each decision we make matters and the differing paths life can take. What I don't know what she watched. What movie did she watch? Because she did not watch this movie. She didn't. There is no humanly possible She watched possible the Wachowski watched version. She <laughs> She, she for some, sure watched the Wachowski yeah, version. She definitely went on some sort of acid trip and slipped into an alternate universe <laughs> where the Wachowskis made this movie and it was good and it made us think about shit. Um, not just think about shit like what laundry we have to do or whatever yes. else I was thinking about when I was watching this. <laughs> it wasn't the plot. There is no it's... way that Brianna from the Chicago whatever. <laughs> re- watch this movie. There's no way. Sorry. No. She, I, you know what? I think here's what happened. She was under a deadline 
And she, <laughs> they were like, just pick some bullshit. We just need you to review a movie. We don't even care what it is. And yep. like, she saw it on, you know, Netflix or something. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll put this on. She got really high. She had it on in the background. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think this is what this movie should have been about. She reviewed the movie that she made in her head. Absolutely. She reviewed the movie that she vividly hallucinated and then turned it in for a deadline. And she's got, got to keep her job. Good job, Brie. Yeah. Good job. And she gets to be the second second build critic. So. Second build critic. Second build critic. You know what? Just goes to show you have a dream. You can achieve it. You can achieve it. <laughs> so my favorite review. Short, mm-hmm. concise, to the point. David Cornelius from eFilmCritic.com asks and poses this question to us. Is this movie actively hoping people will hate it for being so stupid? says it all no holds barred from david cornelius david let's have a drink i agree with you (laughs) i like the way you think david (laughs) jesus christ okay but this is the thing like imagine imagine being chris pine you know, mm-hmm. walking around, being the sweetest soul, King Chris, the best Chris, knowing you carried this. He doesn't know life. that he's going to be the King Chris, you know, 16 years know, from now. But he's just he's just existing as a pure soul in this world. He worked really hard to make his scenes even remotely watchable. Yes. Did his best, was served up a hurricane of bullshit. And <laughs> a cyclone then, of like, insanity. A cyclone of insanity. He had to act opposite a cyclone of insanity. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then to be like, you know what? It was okay. It was fine. Like you still had to do press. You still have to like try and make it yeah. make it work. And then he yeah. opens up the paper. And there's Dave's review. <laughs> <laughs> Just like $28 million went into this movie to create it. And it was the worst (laughs) thing ever. It makes me so mad. Oh, it makes me so mad. All right. And then he goes on to make Star Trek. So (laughs) So no, you know what? No uh, talent such as Chris Pine is wasted thank god um no thank thank god the uh the thing oh the other thing i wanted to say is if like do you have do you have other options if people want to watch a schmaltzy rom-com but don't want to waste an hour and 45 minutes of their life um that's that's a hard one (laughs) That's that's a rough one um, I recently watched Jersey Girl. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was the same day that I watched this, and it's not, you know, it's 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 not quite the same mm-hmm. uh, level of rom com as you know, just my luck would be the attempted box office. I don't think it attempted right. to do anything at the box office that just my luck was attempting to do. Um, mm-hmm. But I really, I, 
just because I watched Jersey Girl the other day. I really like that one. And it was really sweet. And clearly I'm, I can tell by the look on your face that I'm still on my bullshit about Kevin Smith movies. So you are on your bullshit about <laughs> Kevin Smith movies and that's okay. I love your bullshit about Kevin Smith movies. Jersey Girl is one of my favorites though. So yeah. I don't, I, I feel like Jersey Girl should be on our list because. Yeah. And it's got the same <laughs> archetype of the sage child character. So yes. It has that going for not nearly enough George lesbians, Carlin's. but yeah, George not Carlin. Not nearly enough lesbians. Yeah. Fucking George Carlin's in it. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I I love Jersey Girl. I don't I don't know that I would say like if I was if somebody was like uh, I really want to watch a movie sort of like Just My Luck, I would be like, first of all, no, you don't. You don't want to watch anything. <laughs> no, like you Just don't. Yeah, you don't. Put it put it down, honey. Put it down. Yeah. Um, if we were at the video store, somebody picked it up, we'd be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this goes back. Um, but if I would say if you do want a schmaltzy, early 2000s, time capsule kind of rom-com, like flashy, shiny rom-com with a lot of pretty people um, and eh, not so much plot, I would vote How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. Had yeah. better... Well, the leads had better chemistry, not a lot, because unfortunately, and I don't know what the deal is, but unfortunately, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, while being so attractive and so talented, even when he was in his himbo rom-com phase, yes, didn't have a lot of chemistry with the women that they paired him up with. Don't know what See, that's I about. just don't trust Matthew McConaughey. It's just me. I, I do not know what it is. You don't trust, trust that man. Him. Don't fucking trust that man. He's shifty. What did he do to you, Mia? I don't know. I don't know. What's your, Can't abide what's by your him. Weird hist- what's your weird history with Matthew McConaughey? I what, don't know. What promise did he break to you? I'm so curious. That's such an interesting vibe. Something about him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Huh. Well, um, you don't have to trust him. But How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, at the very least, if you want to see a competent at her job mm-hmm. female lead, with a pair of friends who work at the same place and have fun little work conversations and all appear to be on the same income level and job level. <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days at least has that. At least yeah. you're not watching Kate Hudson and being like, God, why don't these women <laughs> smother her in her sleep? <laughs> yes. They all yes. have the same job. They all do the same thing and they're all good at it. So mm-hmm. that's nice. Yeah. Just if you are looking for a kind female lead, I would have to say the first thing that comes to mind for, um, again, not at all related to this movie, but just the idea of rom-coms, um, mm-hmm. I would have to say probably 50 First Dates, if you're looking for something a little more Hollywood. Okay. Sean mm-hmm. Astin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean Astin in crop tops and mesh the whole time. The whole time. He Unstoppable. Talk about... Yeah. Talk about putting your whole pussy into a film. Sean Astin did that. <laughs> yes, yes he did. First dates. Yes. Was, he, ro- he rolled off of Lord of the Rings and was like, right into this, please. This is exactly <laughs> what I want. And I feel like there are some lines comparable to even when I'm going poo-poo, I'm making money in 50 First Dates somewhere. <laughs> it's an Adam Sandler movie, so. it's a Yeah. It's, it's in there Adam somewhere. Sandler. But it's also it's Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. And they... Yeah. They, um, I love them. We're going to get off They're topic so here because sweet. I do need to talk about how he wrote her a song. Did you ever see this? 
I don't know what talk show they were on together or what where they were, but they were on something together and they were talking about their their like history mm-hmm. and how uh you know how many years they've been friends and how many movies they've done together whatever and he rewrote i want to grow old with you oh the wedding to be about song. her oh yeah and he wrote it i want to grow old with drew and she cried. That's so sweet. And he played oh. it for her on the guitar on the TV, and she cried because she loved him so much. I was like, "Oh, there's such, such a good sweet, friendship, friends." Yes, and it's like clearly full of all their inside jokes because she was just like cracking up the whole time and like, yeah, ugh. And there was one part, I forget where he says, like, when you're old and, like, when you're, like, fat or something. And she was like, oh, you mean right now? And he's like, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, not there there yet. yet. (laughs) Nope, not yet. That's what he said. I was like, oh, I love him so much. I love Adam Sandler. (laughs) We clearly love them too much to put them on our list because I think all of their movies are brilliant. Oh, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, no, there might be some. Let's let's look. Uh, <laughs> that's my boy. If you saw that one, that one was. I didn't. Was no, I didn't. That, see that was one. rough. <laughs> All right. Well, every week, guys, every week we find new horrors to add to our to watch list yes. to inflict upon each other. Um, yeah. All right. But I do need to pick next week's. Yes. And I feel like I should punish you for this. <laughs> That would be fair punishment. That would be fair punishment. I should make you watch something (laughs) truly horrific. Um, But no, I'm not going to do that. Which you are putting yourself through atrocities. Either way, I mean, either way, I'm also suffering. That's you know what I like this balance. I like it because (laughs) it's not like either of us knows the garbage so well that we don't have to rewatch it. So either way, we both suffer. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, With. Okay, so in regards to our next flim, do you want – you get a choice. Do you want okay. a psychological thriller? And I put these in quotations because they never pan out. If they're on this list, they didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. Um, psychological thriller or dramedy? Let's go psychological thriller to pretend we're going okay. more cerebral than what we went through okay. this week. <laughs> All right fair it'll be a little palate cleanser so we are going to watch where did i find it movie called repentance starring anthony mackie and forrest whitaker now those names imply it should be good (laughs) great actors both of them great actors i promise it is not i watched (laughs) this movie for anthony mackie and it's the only time we've ever had a fight in our relationship so far it's not the f- so far, well, no, no, you know what? I, I was, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for, uh, what's the one we barely speak of? Ugh, what is it? I hate it so much. Playing it cool. Oh yes, I hate it yeah. so much. I won't even put it on my shitty movie podcast, Mia. He was barely I don't blame in him it, for that though. He was barely he was in barely it. In that it. is really more of a Chris Evans atrocity. That is a Chris Evans crime. <laughs> That's a Chris Evans crime. We don't blame yes. Anthony Mackie for that. He was just there. He was just holding the bag. Mm-hmm. However, we do blame him for repentance, and that is what we are watching next week. So, all right, tune in, tune in. Oh, <sighs> closing thoughts. You know what? 
even when I'm going poo poo, I'm making money. And I'll be the redhead that looks like this. <laughs> Have a wonderful, wonderful time, guys. We'll see you next time. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs>